Hey. Guys. Hi guys. We are so super excited. This is our last episode for season 1. So this is like a big milestone for us because this is our last episode for season 1, which means we had several other episodes and we were able to get you guys to come and watch. Us. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're super excited. We we actually got um, a lot of comments on a lot of episodes. You guys kind of told us what you liked, what you didn't like. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a lot of feedback from you guys. So season two is going to be lit. We already have some people lined up. We can't wait. We are yes. so excited for season two. Yes. But today's episode is a recap to our whole entire season. We have some words of wisdom for you today. We want you in the next month to jumpstart your um, your next opportunity. And today we are giving away $100 money that you will receive. If it ain't about the money, hey. Because <laughs> we understand that you guys are out here in these streets. COVID is still happening. We know people's unemployment situation. We know people's money is very tight. But mm-hmm. we are making sure that you don't have any because we are going to give you some money to jumpstart your um, your next opportunity or your business or whatever venture that you want to do. So we're helping you. We're giving you money. We're not just talking about it. We're being about it. It's serious. Yes. It's not a game. So comment so you can enter into the raffle to win either $100, $50, or $25. So we have the money. We want to give it to you guys. Yeah. So also, guys, we are going to tell you some of our favorite moments on our recap. Some things, I mean, we have favorite favorite moments from every episode, and we are so excited for everyone who joined the show. But we have some pivotal, straightforward moments that we knew that were just going to be really great for you guys and really defined what we were talking about. So we're going to talk about that as well. So bestie. Bestie, bestie, can we talk about some defining moments for you? Yes. Um, Let's see. So one of the defining moments um, was when um, Jeffrey Riddick talked about speaking up for what you believe in. Um, I just thought that Jeffrey's entire episode was just literally fire. He was speaking to my whole entire soul. But... Mm -hmm. um, But I really thought that it was very interesting how he talked about, you know, especially in the entertainment industry, so many people are like, oh, well, um, if they're this influential person and for whatever reason you step on their toes or you have a bad interaction with them, they're like, oh, you're never going to work again in this industry. And that can happen not just in the entertainment industry, but in any industry. And so a lot of people, sometimes they're afraid to speak up for what they believe in because when they see something that's going on that's wrong or they know that they should be like paid more or they know that they should like check that person in a professional way they don't Mm -hmm. do it but jeffrey like he basically reinforced that you can speak up for what you believe in because he said you know how many times people told me i'll never work again and i was literally working like literally i think (laughs) like the next week or something like that. So, I mean, that really resonated with me because sometimes, you know, as you're climbing the ladder of success and you're meeting different people and you're like, oh, I got to make sure I make a good impression. And it could be something simple. I mean, Tish, you know, even like when we PA'd or something like that, like it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, this person, I got their coffee wrong or I like, I, you know, I I had a typo in my email to this really influential person. What are they going to think about me? But it just really showed me that like persistence is key and nobody can stop your dream or stop what. Um, what God has for you, you know, what's meant to be is meant to be as long as you persevere. So I thought that that was one of the the gems that Jeffrey dropped amongst many. Yes. So we actually have a clip of that episode. So I'm going to play, do a playback for you all. If you don't remember what Jeffrey was saying in that episode. So here we go. You, because the people that threat, that's the thing is like, nobody in, you know, people at work in this industry, a lot of people work from fear and that, oh, I can't stand up to this person because I'll never work in this town again. No, 
there are maybe five people, if you pissed off, could maybe blackball you in this business. But people like to have that air of like power about them where you think like if you say something, like I've worked with some shitty people that I can't believe that they're, they've been hired. You know, people have called their agents and managers like, we know they're awful, we're gonna fire them. They don't fire them, they keep working. So if you're a good person and you stand up to a shitty person, that person may be like, oh, you'll never, I've been told like five times I've never been working this town again. (laughs) I just laugh. I'm like, really, really? Um, So just don't be afraid, like what I would say, just don't be afraid and, you know, all we can do is demand the respect that we deserve as a human being, first and foremost, and then as a professional. Yeah, there you go. Uh, He said it. He said it. And and the thing that um, really what was so beautiful about that episode is is because we were a time in our country where a lot of things that have been like unsaid, um, a lot of things that have where people have been in passive aggressive situations and they've been they've been talking over podcasts and they've been talking over the news and they've been talking over shows about it. It was just really, really um, beautiful that he was able to be open and say, listen, you know, you're out there creating your own opportunities. You are your own business. There are people out there who are going to say things to you to make you feel like you are less than or that you don't have a choice. But that's where we're standing. That is the change that we're going for right now in this industry, guys. And the more empowered you are, the more you have your audience together, the more you create your own opportunities, the more the less power that they will have the less power that they will have over your opportunities. So that's the reason why we've really been, um, we've really been pushing you all to create your own opportunities. And you know, you're more than welcome, guys, in the comments to tell us some other opportunities that maybe we, or some other things on the show that maybe you thought were pivotal. But these are just things that we know that people have been talking about, where we got the most comments. And where we saw that you guys responded really, really well to. So we're just going to keep letting you guys know what it is that you have said to us. <laughs> and, and then we'll tell you some of our really great moments. Right. Um, and Tish, also, too, um, what I want to tell you guys out there um, watching and listening as well, you know, also learn how to put language around um, what aggression is, because there's various types. There's passive passive aggressiveness, and then there's microaggression. Microaggression is um, something that I was unfamiliar with, but microaggression, it happens very subtly. Um, And, you know, sometimes you don't really know that it's happening, but you know that whatever is happening is wrong. Um, So I would encourage everybody to develop language around that, develop awareness around different types of aggression. So that way we can break down those barriers and those things within our communities so we can talk about it, we can understand it more, and then we can be equipped with the tools to combat and fight that. Because I know that in the workplace, I've I've experienced microaggression. I've also experienced microaggression from my white superiors. And now that I'm aware of that, I know when it's happening and... um, and I, now I have tools on how to combat that. So I, I have language now where I'm like, oh, I, I know it's happening mentally. So now verbally, I'm going to speak in this way and I'm going to approach this in this way. So that way I can enter, I can come out of this situation on top. And we can do an episode about that and talk about that um, as well. But um, I just encourage you to also explore that that as well. Yeah, and um, I'm glad you, you're saying that because, quite frankly, guys, when when you have what I've learned about being um, your own opportunities is when you have something that's valuable, when you have something that's valuable, it doesn't matter what other people say. It doesn't matter how they feel. What matters is the value that you bring to whatever it is that you're bringing. And one thing that I do know it, uh, and watching and, and evaluating industries, financial industries, the movie industry, you know, all industries is is that everybody wants to make money. So if your idea and if your if your brand and I say brand and we're going to talk in season two, we're going to talk more about branding and the things that 
will help you guys to brand yourselves. Um, but we will help you. This is a master brander, just for all of you out there. Whatever. She's a master brander. I am not. Don't let her, don't let her fool fill up your head with foolishness because anyway. I am not a master brander. What I am, what I am is an expert in my area. And I am very confident and confident in what it is that I can bring to the table, which is what we want you guys to be, <laughs> is confident in what you're bringing to the, to the table. So um, I'm saying all this, guys, just to say that when you have something valuable, that is you, that is your brand, that is your creative side to bring to the table, nobody can stop that. I always say what's for you is for you and nobody can stop what it is that you're doing, nobody. But we also understand, guys, that in order to get where you need, you have to also be able to collaborate with people. You have to be able to look for investors. I will say one uh, one of the episodes that we got a lot of responses on was our episode with Devon, um, Devon, Devin, sorry, Devin, um, with Devin, where he talked about uh, uh, creating your own opportunities. And he also talked about investing in yourself. So if you want other people to invest in you, you want other people to see what it is that you can do, then you need to invest in yourself. So we're going to play this clip for you guys. I really recommend, and it's basically like, if you have, if, if it's really something you're passionate about, like put, put, put a few thousand, 5,000, 10,000, whatever rainy day fund family money make make a sizzle reel make make a short make a teaser make make something that shows your concept because there's so many like you know even decks people always at you know you know where's your deck and where you know where's this or they send me decks and it's like you know i've done plenty in my lifetime myself because investors have asked but it's i mean honestly if you can like put an idea on on screen even if it's you know five minutes i mean it's short i mean you could you know, you do like the swingers model of spending like, you know, 10, 10, 20 grand and having making a movie out of it. So you certainly can make, you know, for a few thousand dollars, certainly now with, you know, camera equipment. I mean, honestly, you could get a, uh, you know, digital mirrorless, you know, camera that, that has, you know, that's 4K um, with a little bit, you know, higher, higher in, in editor of the, you know, someone who do color grading. Um, you know, I mean, honestly, if it's like if you have a vision, you could put on screen in any way, uh, you know, or I mean, you know, obviously scripts are great, too, but it's it's scripts still I mean, either way, you really need to put something that's, that's beyond what anyone else can put in front of somebody, which right now. There you go. Yeah, there you go, guys. So I think, um, you know, I, I just I feel like it's so important that, you know, that um, people will invest in those who invest in themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and then you guys for the comments, let's give a shout out to Mia. Thank you, Mia. Yay, you guys are awesome. Thank you, thank you. We are trying our best <laughs> in these streets, but um, thank you for, for the comment. Um, and Mia will be entered into our contest to win $100, $50, or $25. Remember, guys, before the end of the show to make sure that you comment on the show so we can help you start your next big venture. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing that uh, we felt was really, really interesting about what Devin was saying is that people feel like you have to do so much more or you have to meet your investor where you're at. You really don't. I mean, you know, us just doing this podcast, I mean, I might have spent like 60 bucks and asked for a bunch of birthday gifts, mm -hmm. you know, um, <laughs> to get my mics and- Yeah, my you, you got me my-, my uh, For her birthday, I was like, oh, I'll get you a mic. I mean, literally to create our own and invest in ourselves, guys, we literally just like, we were, we were hustling and shuffling because we knew what we wanted to do. And we knew the opportunity that we wanted to have and, this by us creating this opportunity you have no idea how many opportunities have already been open for us just from having mm -hmm. our 13 14 episodes right. so we want you all to um we all, we want you all to to do the same thing and thank you jess for your 
comment. People will invest in those that invest in themselves. Priceless. Thank you, Jess. You will be entered in our contest. So um, remember again, guys, to comment um, on the side. Um, but that's what we also want you guys to learn is that your investment is really your sweat equity. Right. Your sweat equity is the, the amount of work that you are putting into your project to create an opportunity for yourself. Mm -hmm. So that may be, you know, getting your script together and entering it into festivals and getting comments and getting critiques and doing rewrites and 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 getting the right people to take a look at it and getting it scored. That may be your sweat equity so that you can get your project to a studio. Right. You know, that may be the thing that you have to do to get your project to a studio, but you're putting in the work. Right. And people are going to respond well to those who are putting in their, the work for themselves. Right. So I want you guys to remember out there that you don't need all the things that people are saying. Even if you start a YouTube channel, even if you start your own consulting business, because all of you out there are experts in whatever it is that you're doing. All of you are experts. You have a skill and a talent that someone else wants. So that means it's a sellable talent. It is something that someone will pay money for. So remember that. Remember that whatever skill that you have, it's worth money. We have you another know? comment, uh, Tish. Huh? We have another comment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Dorothea. And Dorothea. Thank you so much. Oh, micro defining microaggressions. Yes. Yeah. You have to because if you don't know what it is, then how can you how can you talk about it, right? Right. But also too, going back to what you were talking about with investing in yourself, Tish, um, you know, some people investing in yourself might mean money. Uh, for some people, like you said, Tish, it might mean um, the physical act of doing something. So writing a script, um, you know, getting in front of your iPhone and filming yourself for your YouTube show or, um, you know, creating an album, whatever you're doing, um, investing is just really some type of physical manifestation that uh, of a, that you're where you're planting a seed and mm -hmm. then you're watering it and watching it grow. And as it grows, that's when people are like, oh, you know what? I want some of that fruit. Let me come and get a piece of that fruit. But if you aren't bearing any fruit, if you never planted a seed, people aren't going to be able to eat of the fruit that you have. So, um, you know, we we want we want to see you investing yourself. And also, like, I mean, Devin just blew the lid off my mind when he was talking about all of the things that you could do. Um, you know, and it I, like I got on the phone with you, Tish, that night, and I was like, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm about to write a script to create this sizzle reel, and it's going down because you know, as an actress, I have hopes and dreams and aspirations, but you know, being like being on this podcast, hearing these experts, it's really, and I don't know how you all feel who are watching this, but I know how I feel, and I'm like, oh. Literally, we have given you tool after tool and the people have given us tool after tool after tool and resource after resource so that we can actually, guys, because we're all doing it together. We can actually go out here and execute these dreams mm -hmm. and level up because the thing about it is, is wherever you're at whether you are an expert and you're trying to grow or whether you're a, a beginner and you're trying to, you know, say, hey, look at me. I want to I want to spot in the game. We're all trying to get to the next level to where we want to be. And we all want to invest in ourselves. So um, Devin, he just I mean, he was dropping all the gems and I'm sorry, but a lot of times it boils down to money. <laughs> it does. It does. Lots of money. So it if does, even but... you're putting the sweat equity in, so you can get money later on for the thing, it is all about the money. Yeah, and and part of leveling up, there are levels to this, right? Um, and part of leveling is just starting, starting from from a place where whatever it is that you're doing ultimately will get you closer to where you want to be at, right? And then as you level up, you realize that at some point there has to be some money invested into that. 
And by that point, you have put a lot of sweat equity into that. And you might say, okay, well, it's time for me to put a little bit of money into this. And I'm ready because I'm getting the responses that I want from this, right? So then you get to that point and then you start putting your money into it. And then you level up and you're like, you know what? Now I'm ready to approach people about this because I have put enough sweat equity. I put enough of my own investment and my own money into this. I've been out there. I've got the comments. I've got the proof. I've got something. Mm -hmm. I've got something to show that what I have is valuable, you know? It's called scaling. You're ready to scale. There you go. You're ready to scale. You know, we can do this mom and pop all day long, but when we want to be in Walmart, when we want to be in Target, when we want to be, when we want to be mass produced, we want to scale. Right, Bestie? There you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And that's that's where we want to get you guys at. And we know that everyone's at different levels when it comes to the money situation. But what I will tell you guys, as someone who deals with money, as someone who is financed for projects, you know, if you have something to bring to the table, if you have I mean, I've been on projects where people have been at it for years, but because they have built it up, because they put the it's like it's ready. It's ready. And what I will say is no one and nothing can stop you for what you're for for the time, energy and the persistence that you have, because persistence is the name of the game. You think it's money? No, it's the persistence. You can get the money and then be gone tomorrow. You got to keep at it. You got to keep at it. I think I've told you this before. You know, um, I see people who spend so much money on their stuff and then they don't get the response and then they stop. But then I see people they're just out there. They're just doing it. They won't stop. And I see them and I've seen them for years. And then next thing you know, they're doing so-and-so with big so-and-so. And it's because everybody sees them all the time, you know? So your sweat equity matters. Your sweat equity matters. It's just where you're at in your, in your, um, in your journey, you know? Right. But, but that all comes together to talk about the thing that we've talked about a lot on this show, which is mindset. Mindset. Mindset, the mindset, right. mindset ready. You got to get the mindset ready. Mm-hmm. And we, we've, we've talked about that a lot because there should not be a person who should be able to tell you that you can't do this. Mm-hmm. Not me, not Dakoya, not anybody. There's right. no one who should be able to tell you that you're incapable of doing what it is that you're, that you put your time, energy and sweat equity into mm-hmm. too. And if that, if we, if we are the people who who, who who are going to stop you, then that's what we're going to talk about next with Andy Fickman. You know, he came on, he said a little bit about that. We're going to show you guys that right now. Um, you know, I think that your hope is that you can just stay positive and passionate knowing that you are going to be told no so much. I spend... A lot of time, I, we've had a lot of interns at our company. I, I speak at a lot of universities. And one of the things I would always sort of get known for a bit was the opposite, which is I'd start very negative. I would sort of talk about the most horrible things, like every like you're not going to make it. And, and part of it was if I'm the one who convinces you you're not going to make it, you were never, like, never meant to be. And, and it should be that it's just, picking yourself up by the bootstraps and moving forward. And so I, I, I try to treat each day like it's a new day. Uh, what I love about creativity for all of us, an actor, a producer, a writer, that's on us. Like nobody is gonna, nobody's gonna call us. Maybe somebody calls and is like, hey, here's an offer, but you have an idea, it's up to you to create it. It's, it's, it's I'm, gonna, I'm gonna create my stuff, you're gonna create your stuff. Maybe we're gonna come together, but that means you wake up every morning having that new energy. And we've all been like, there are times when every day feels like a pandemic. There are times when you wake up and you're like, ah, I'm just going to lay here. He said every day feels like a pandemic. He's so funny. He's Guys, if you can check out the episode, you, you, have, you, you are in for some laughs. And that was a really great episode. Yes. So hilarious, guys. We just can't so hilarious. Oh yeah. my gosh. But just you know, one of the things that I wanted to um talk to everybody about too is I remember reading a lot of um 
books about wealth and personal self-development um, a few years ago. And I mean, I'm always reading, but specifically when I was kind of focusing on mindset and um, one of the, the themes that I saw <clears throat> within books like Robert Kiyosaki and like, and whatnot um, is that wealth or whatever it is that you are trying to become actually starts within the mind. So when you know that you are an actress or a writer or a producer or an entrepreneur, and you know that you are a successful actress, writer, or entrepreneur, and you know that you are financially prosperous, that actually happens mentally before it manifests physically. Um, you literally can be, and, and, and how it manifests is through the journey. So the journey is like what Tish is talking about with the sweat equity. That's the time you're putting in, mm -hmm. um, getting up again, getting back up several times after being rejected. That's the journey. But mentally, as that, that is happening, you are becoming that. You are manifesting into that. But it starts here. Like, you know, I know I'm wealthy already because mentally my mindset is continuously changing over and over and over again, and it is evolving. So I'll give you an example. <clears throat> you have some people where they'll teach their kids, they'll say, you know, um, their kids will come home and they'll say, oh, um, like I, this didn't happen or, you know, I failed at this or that. And you'll have some parents who will be like, oh, you know, I'm so sorry, you know, you put your best foot forward. And then you'll have other parents who have a wealth mindset who are like, that is so awesome. Good job. Now, you know what? What? Go back out, do it 10 more times. That is a wealth mindset to not be defeated when something doesn't pan out, but to be excited because you're like, oh, and then to be like, oh, well, what, what did I learn from this? That's the manifestation of the wealth or the success. So mindset, you, we really, we all have to really invest in our mindset and we have to develop our mindset. Exactly. Yes. Your talent is a source of wealth. So you are already that if you're a talented actress, or writer, director, you are that. It's just the manifestation of operating within the realm that you want to be in. That is that mm -hmm. that's happening. But but my friend uh, Kyrie, I don't know if I'm saying that right, Kyrie. Um, you're you're absolutely right. Um, that is true. So it starts with the seed. You water the seed. You plant. You plant it, and then you watch it grow. Um, and that is through mindset. Everything starts with mindset. Mm -hmm. Mindset is tied into starting. It's tied into sweat equity. It's tied into manifestation, and it's tied into operating. Oh, Saray, Saray. Okay, Saray, Saray. Um, it's all tied into you operating within the realm that you want to be in. So yeah. and, and part of that also, guys, because when you have the right mindset, it brings a sense of confidence. Yes. Um, you know, part of that is, is, you know, when when you have worked on yourself so much to where you're in the mindset to be able to receive everything that's coming towards you, um, there is something beautiful about that because there's a there's a confidence and you can definitely um you know you can definitely you feel it you see it in yourself you know you're confident when you're asking for your for your the money that you know that you deserve because you deserve it because you worked hard for all these years you know you're confident in that. You're confident in what you bring to the table. You know that you have value and you establish yourself as something in your artistry, something invaluable to you, but valuable to others. Mm. Right? So we're trying to get you to a point where you really understand what your value is um, and that whatever you have, when you bring it to the table, it means something. Even if I, I had a conversation um, recently with a writer and she said, you know, 
I don't feel like I'm like this person or that person, you know, because when I'm out there, I don't feel like I'm the person or the expert or whatever. I said, but you are. Then you do the work, but you are, right? So if someone's coming to me, and if you're coming to me and you're asking me to do something, you're seeing something in what I'm doing, which means that from beginning to end, you're looking for me to complete something, right? So there's something valuable about that. There's something beautiful about that, that people see the value in you. But uh, in order for you to level up, in order for you to level up, you got to see the value in yourself and the skills that you have um, because they are valuable. And um, speaking of speaking of what's valuable, what's not valuable, we had Miss uh, Kimberly J. Harris on. She's the mother of Mikkel, uh, Mikkel Michelle. Uh, Michelle, Michelle, Michelle Harris, and um, uh, and she talked about she talked about having that intuition. You know, with her, it definitely was God. You know, God who spoke to her, told her what she needed to do, and it led her in different directions. So we know at some point, guys, that you can't do it all yourself. But some of it, guys, you know, is just that thing inside of you, that spirit inside of you, that God inside of you, that leads you to where you need to be. Take a look at this. Between the age of four and 12 play with. And there are these dolls that you can find all over the world and they're owned by Little Tykes MGA. And so mommy submitted her because I was praying and I'm like, Lord, now I know you told me to move to California and I got here. <laughs> all these agents who told us to come, we're not getting anything, Lord, please. And so I started to take matters into my own hands because I was impatient. And so I signed, I signed a document, which I knew it was troubling in my spirit when I was signing it. But I was, you know, I was determined that I was going to do this. I signed a document with, with a company and it was for a small part, which was really, really cute. And it ended up, you know, going viral. Very cute. But it kind of locked us into I didn't know I was giving exclusivity to cert for certain terms. I didn't realize because I'm not an attorney. I, I read the contract, but I didn't know exactly what it meant. Long story short, we were able to work through that. Things went great. Well, as I did that, because they liked working with Michael Michelle, who was four at the time, they then said, we have a new toy line coming out and we would love for her to be part of a duo that uses this toy and unboxes. We're going to try a new concept. Again, fast forward, 1 million subscribers later and over 175 million views. Um, she is one of the parts of the duo for LOL Surprise. And so when we go on the street, barring Mix This, barring ABC, um, HBO, Showtime, she's had shows on all of these stations. The thing that we get recognized the most for is <laughs> LOL Surprise. <laughs> oh, surprise, oh. girl! I know those little dolls in uh -huh. the, the circle with the little. I mean, yeah. the, the kids—they love those. They love those. Um, you know, Dr. Kimberly, she was just a wealth of knowledge. I mean, literally, just a beautiful, wonderful spirit um, to have on the show. And one of the things that I, I really took from that is just really listening to your inner voice. I don't know if any of you all have, oh, hey, Lynn, we see you commenting on the mindset. <laughs> um, I don't know if any of you guys have had the chance to read the book, The Untethered Soul, um, but it really talks about um, ha sitting at the, the seat of consciousness and really um, listening to your inner voice, but also not allowing your inner roommate to take you to take you here or there, but really just standing, um, standing and sitting firm in who you are, what you believe, and having a calm in your spirit. Um, and I think that's what like Dr. Kimberly is talking about. Um, for me, I'm a Christian. I love the Lord. So for me, I'm always consulting God about like, God, what is my next move? God, what should I do? And I'm convicted in my spirit about things. Mm -hmm. And that is what uh, that leads me to whether I'm going to do this project or not do this project or whether I'm going to, um, you know, uh, work with this person or not work with this person. But whoever you are, whatever, uh, whatever or whoever you believe in, we 
all um, we all are spiritual and you, we all have an inner voice and you have to learn how to listen to that and sit in that and not allow the world to take you here and there because that is how you're going to know who you who you want to work with your core you're, you're going to know okay this person our core values align this person this is how they do business this is how they treat people it's no different from everybody who is rallying together for the for uh, the black lives matter movement we all may believe in different things but one core but one core thing that we all believe in is equality we believe in equality and that people should be uh treated with compassion and respect mm -hmm. because we live in a country that is supposed to be created for people to live and have freedom of speech, uh, freedom to believe in whatever they want to believe in and to be whoever they want to be. And so those same principles apply in business and in, in your business and in your artistry. And that's what Dr. Kimberly was saying is that you know, you have to listen to that voice. You have to sit at the seat of consciousness and you know, you know that if your whole life or you've been working at this goal or this project or this dream for X amount of years, mm -hmm. it's not panning out. And you're like, but I know that this is for me. I know it. I believe it. You might have even seen it. You might have gotten a vision or something like that mm -hmm. and seen it so clearly. But like what's happening in your life is not panning out. Don't lose faith. Don't lose sight of that. Keep keep going and learn how to listen to that. I was speaking to a group of young girls about this uh, with the Youth Exposure Project. And I was like, man, I wish when I was a teenager, I learned how to listen to that voice because it's there. You don't, you don't need to just, it's not like you need to pull from anything. You feel it. You feel when something's not right. You feel when something's wrong. You feel when you're like, you know what? This is not what I want to do. I'm over here working this job and doing this thing. And this is not, mm -mm, this isn't it. So, um, you know, just sitting at the seat of consciousness and listening to that inner voice, I think is extremely valuable. And I, I agree with that, Bessie. I definitely think that it just, um, we've been kind of conditioned to kind of side eye our own voices, you know, um, and to listen especially to others. Women. Especially women. Yeah. Yeah, you're we have been emotional. You're to yeah. this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we've been conditioned to do that, and I think that um, it's something that as you get older and you become wiser, that you start to listen more to because those voices start to kind of fade away as you get older. People start dying off, <laughs> like they just, <laughs> I'm just. I'm being real. I'm being real. Like people start going, and then you're like, who who's going to tell me what to do anymore? And you realize. Um, that, you know, you realize that, that that thing you should have been listening to and building the whole time is the thing you should have been listening to. Thank you, Jasmine. Yeah, we do get, we do get discouraged. We do get discouraged. And um, I think it's a really hard thing for, for all of us out there as we try to go with what it is, is that that thing inside of us tells us to do. It's a hard thing to kind of listen to it because, <laughs> because of everything that's going on, like like Darkoya is saying, but you know, at some point you gotta you gotta muster the courage, the courage, mm -hmm. um, and it takes courage to listen to your inner voice. So, guys, remember to comment in um, to comment in the uh, to comment for <laughs> a chance to win. Yeah. I know for a chance we to win. Of, we have actually have a lot of comments. Um, um, and um, Saray was saying that, you know, people discourage you often. Uh, um, yeah. Um, and we had another comment. Um, but I think what we were talking about with mindset before, everything, guys, ties back into mindset. Because when you're discouraged, mm -hmm. where do you seek hope? How do you stay motivated? That is developing your mindset and knowing where to go and who to go, where to go to, what to go to and what things to turn to, to get yourself to a place where you can pick yourself back up and start again. It could be a friend. Tish has literally had to pull me up by my bootstraps, tears streaming down my face. And then like, oh, this dream you thought you was gonna quit? 
I mean, like, you know, with coming to me with compassion and empathy, but she was just like, okay, so now like, what are we going to do? Okay. So now what are we going to do? And vice versa. I, I have like Tish crying tears. And I listen or, or mad. And I'm like, okay, bestie. Um, okay. So you said X, Y, and Z. I, we have had to literally reiterate each other to each other. We have had to speak like I'm Tish. I have had to speak like I'm Tish to Tish in her times of discouragement. So her own words can pick her up back up again. I've had to go and listen to motivational speakers, read books, pray to God, read my scripture. I've had to, I needed a lifeline. I needed a lifeline, something. Sometimes guys, one day I was so convicted. Let me tell you, so down and out. I went to, I went to Prospect Park and I saw a firefly. I'm so serious. It's not even funny. I saw a firefly and I listened to jazz and the magic of the moment and the city lifted me up again. But it's developing the mindset and the tools and the resources to get back up again because we're going to get discouraged. Even, and then that also brings us to our boy, Davod's comment where he asked John Cry, what is your mountaintop? And I'm going to tie it all in because this is the thing. Even when you get to the mountaintop, guys, don't you know that we're still going to get discouraged? Even people, I mean, look at Robin Williams. I mean, look, look at these people that are, are literally in the prime of their mm -hmm. career careers and they've committed suicide or they've had, you know, their marriages have fell apart or they've gotten so overwhelmed that they couldn't, they couldn't function and they couldn't create anymore. But see us, we're all about holistically, holistically, mind, body, spirit, and soul and all ports of our lives leveling up and being successful. And me and Tish talk about that all the time. Whenever we're speaking, we're like, listen, we don't want success at a cost. We want success in all ports of our lives, personally, professionally, spiritually, emotionally. So thank you, Davon. So thank you, Davon. <laughs> and thank you, thank you, Janelle. Thank you, Janelle, for the comment. Janelle Bradley, thank you, thank you. Yes, thank you, thank Jasmine you. and Davon, for your comments. But but to talk about a little bit with John Clyde, we're gonna actually show you guys that because it ties into everything that we've been talking about the whole entire season. So listen to this. John, right. what's your mountaintop? As in, uh, when you career-wise or work and life, what's your mountaintop? I, can I, I, I'm going to get real for a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had it. I, I already reached my mountaintop, and I had a moment that um, I now refer to as a Lumubaya moment, which is a reference to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Um, there's a moment in that film, uh, the character Lumubaya is played by Chao Yun-Fat, and he's, uh, he's a swordsman and he's a, a Buddhist. And he, uh, he's studying, he's trying to um, reach enlightenment. And he, there's, um, uh, in his studies, he goes up the mountain uh, to these higher and higher monasteries. And, you know, when you reach the top, you'll have enlightenment. And he says he reaches the top of the mountain and he found no enlightenment. He, he only found emptiness. And uh, he comes back down the mountain feeling disappointed that um, he doesn't understand why emptiness would be at the top of the mountain. It's not until later that he understands that emptiness is the point. But um, at that moment, he comes down disappointed. And um, I had this moment, uh, my own mountaintop moment, uh, was in, I want to say it was 2009. I might have the year wrong, 2008 or 2009. And um, I was in Cannes at the Cannes Film Festival. And um, uh, the company that I was working for, New Market, was going gangbusters. We, uh, uh, we'd hit every marker of success that I had wanted the company to hit. And I was at a party in the south of France, and it was on a yacht. And um, 
I had that moment that I think a lot of people have uh, when they're at a, like a big party when there's a lot of celebrities around uh, and there were a lot of celebrities around is like, I wonder if there's like, is there, is this the party or is there like an after party or is there like a, a party behind the party? You know, where's like the cool party? That's when you go to like film festivals when, when I was young, it's the kind of thing you're, you're, you're doing like, where's the, you know, where's the best party at? And I suddenly realized that like this party is getting a little bit lame. Maybe I want to leave out of here. And I just made that decision too late because the boat pulled away from the dock and it was going to do this hard loop around the harbor and come back. And that's like going to be like an hour. And so I was like, oh, damn, I'm going to be on this boat for an hour. And I turn and there's somebody right next to me has had that same realization. And I'm standing on the like, oh, damn it. And I turn and I look and it's Eddie Murphy. And I realized, and you know, and it's him and, and, and his guys and they're, everyone's like disappointed and like pulling their phones like, uh, we're gonna be on this boat. And uh, I suddenly realized if Eddie Murphy is here, there is not another party. Mm. I, I'm on a boat in South of France with Eddie Murphy. There's not another cooler party than this. This is it. And it's lame, mm. lame as hell. Mm. And none of us want to be here and we're stuck for the next hour. And uh, I suddenly realized that um, any part of the business that was going to be about the trappings of it or the, there's going to be another party, there's going to be something cooler, there's going to be a celebrity I'll meet, there's going to be a, at some point a key is handed to me and I turn the thing and this white light hits me and ah, there's a It doesn't exist. It does not exist. The only thing that exists is the work. And the only thing exists really for you is going to be how the work makes you feel. And, um, guys, that was, a, that was such a great episode. If you didn't have a chance to check that out, I think you guys are going to get a lot, um, and understand a lot about creating your own opportunities. Um, pitching your projects to uh, studios and small production companies. Um, and it just it just was such a unique episode because we had we had a Davon on there who's always so support. He is our he is our our our, uh, our guy we reach out to all the time. Podcast also, our friend, yeah. our homie. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yes, guys. And he did some really great stuff on his podcast, um, The Receipts with Davon Williams. So if you didn't have a chance to check it out, they ended their season um, a couple weeks ago, but all of his podcasts are still up. Please check it out. He is fantastic, guys. And you really missed some things, but really check out that episode with John because one thing that he emphasizes, you think when you get to where you want to be at, right, that is going to be the answer to all your problems. And it's not. It is not going to it's not going to answer all of your problems. Mm -hmm. um, you have to enjoy this journey. And that I was I was just I was just about to say, you know, so, that quote that's like it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. He, um John, he literally solidified that. Dave. <laughs> he literally he, we love him, but he literally solidified, he literally solidified that. He it, you know. You hear a lot of successful people talk about that, where they're like, you know, I didn't realize when I was trying to make it how much fun, you know, like even uh, how much fun, you know, like the the musicians, how much fun, you know, being in these hotel rooms and being on the road and trying to make it, you know, it's so much fun. And we sometimes talk about that too, Tish, even like when we were grad school and we were drinking cheap wine and we were, you know, remember when we used to have our little uh, dates after, uh, after, um, after our rehearsals and stuff like that on the weekend, yeah. we used to uh, have your date with Jonathan. Friday was our little date night where we like uh, we cooked and we just life was so simple. You it know? was life was so simple, and it's just like it just it, even though we're in a different place, we're in a different place financially. We can afford some things that we couldn't before, but it's like that was a blast. Like you know, and and that's why I think 
um, especially during COVID, I think it's teaching us all, you know, to be present. I think everybody more than ever is is really learning how to be present. And I think this, the same applies to our artist entrepreneurship journey is that, you know, this is, this is it. It's not when, no, this is life. This is the life, you know, like, yeah. and like it's the work. It's like, it's me and you doing this podcast. It's, 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 it's just having like a play in the Is you guys showing up, is you guys showing up, you know, every single day, you have to show up for your dreams every single day, you know, and I, I just had a moment, um, you know, yesterday it was my brother-in-law's birthday party and we were dealing with different people and they were all talking about, you know, you know, how they go through their journey. Right. And, you know, someone that commented, you know, I'm just not ready for this. I'm ready for that. And I just enjoy this so much. And, you know, I thought to myself, like, I'm such a pusher, like, you got to do this, you got to do that, create your own opportunity. But the the point of you doing all this, guys, is so that you can do what you love, and you can make money from it. Right. It's not about rushing into like creating your own LLC, or being a sole proprietor. Like, I want you to create something that you love, that you enjoy, and that the journey will be even sweeter, because you get to do what you love. Right. And I've had so many comments all over the years. They're like, you're so lucky to do do it, do what you love. And I'm thinking like, well, why are you not? Mm-hmm. Like, why, why do you have to look at me and say, well, you're lucky? Because, because I am conscious enough to know that if I do it any other way, I'm just not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so I think the goal is, is that it's not for you to deter from what it is that you love, guys. It's not for you to stop doing it, but it's to create multiple avenues to do that. Right. For us, you know, we, we, we're we doing our children's album, we're doing our podcast, we have other projects that we're gonna do. It's all in the same realms of what it is that we love, right? Right. And, but we're creating these opportunities because at the end of the day, we love what we do. We love what we do. We love being artists, you know? But we realistically also know we got to make money. So we want you guys to make money. We want you guys to make money off of what you do because you deserve it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If nobody ever told you that you deserve to make money, I am telling you Mm -hmm. from someone who has worked really, really hard, you deserve it. You deserve everything. And the era of the broke art, struggling artist is over. Over. Literally. Literally, with everything happening with social media and the information age and everybody becoming experts, you know, there really are tools and resources out there to allow artists to diversify so they can so they can make money off of whatever you're passionate about or whatever skill like Tish speaks about, whatever skill that you have, you know, I mean, it's it's crazy the different ways that you can make money if you're seeking it. And I think that that also starts with having the mindset when you start things. When me, I've done artistic things that were very gratifying, but I didn't make any money. At, I didn't make any money at them. But the thing about it is, is I didn't start with the intention to make money. The things me and Tish are doing, we said, what are we passionate about and how can we make some money? We started off with that intention. And so all it takes is just a little bit of intention because when when you shift your intention to saying, okay, I want to make money off of this, that that affects how you move, that affects um, the different things that you do and how you put yourself and your work out there. Yeah. And, and guys, um, you know, we always talk about Davon. He's one of our favorite people. He's always coming around from day one, we were just like, Davon, we're doing this. And he's he was doing his thing and he was all for it and we love him for it. So we also know that he's out there, he's doing his thing, he's taking steps. And we want you to know that the people that we are bringing on, they're very settled in their careers and so is he. But he's he also jumped out to do his podcast. So I want you guys to hear what he had to say about jumping out on, and creating an opportunity. Um, I think that COVID in itself was a gift because we're all forced to sit and deal. Um, And that works both ways. Anxiety is up. Suicide rates are up. Depression is up. And like we're all being forced to deal with ourselves. And what's what's wild about these moments is just like the last recession, just like the Great Depression, just like these moments of real big downtime, 
this is what dictates the future. So the people who move in these moments right now, like you all are doing with your show, these are the things that are going to yield fruit because right now we're in a downtime. This is the moment you have to be the most active you are because it's needed. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, the short answer is, of course it did. <laughs> of course, you can't help but because me, I'm, I'm a, I, I will lean in. I need to do something. I'm not just going to sit back. And that's kind of one of the big things. Uh, and yeah, um, I think one of the biggest things we have to do is if you are a leader, you learn really quick that you have to listen. And that means you have to listen to everything. If someone's coming to you with something, there's a reason. And sometimes it's not always sinister. Sometimes people want to protect your heart. Sometimes people want to um, protect you from what they've gone through. They want to advise you. They want to make sure that you're not wasting your time. And sometimes they're just showing you they don't see the value. And you got to understand what all that is saying. When people are saying, oh, you don't have a following, you don't have this. What I heard was, oh, you're right. I have to plan better. I got to get deeper into that strategic plan. Mm -hmm. You're so right. That is such a good compliment. Thank you. I work with that. Like you have to really understand what's being told. And then another thing is also past experience. Like everything, as soon as we, even before we come out the womb, everything plays its part. And um, the adversity hypothesis is something that I study a lot in which a lot of people will go through these major traumas or these major moments and it defines who they are as a person because the younger you are and the sooner you deal with things the better prepared you are for it it's like it's like ten thousand hours malcolm gladwell you go in you put in your hours and once you learn and build up that skill set boom there it is right yeah right 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 um I yeah yeah so I, I do think it's something to say, guys. And for all of you out there, you know, um, we, we just want to let you guys know, first and foremost, that we appreciate you all. You know, you've been on a ride, on a, on a, along the ride with us. You have helped us get to the next step of where we're going at with this show. We have some really great things for season two. So we really want to thank you out there. Remember, guys, before we end to comment, um, you know, comment so that you can be, uh, you can, uh, 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 what's the, girl? you know, I'm just. You can enter a chair. This is what happens when you have an accountability buddy. They just speak what you know you're trying to say. That's all I'm saying, y'all. But, but, but also guys, I do want to give you a couple of things that I think that if you haven't thought about what you can do, just a couple of things that I wrote down that maybe could help you guys while you're out there trying to create your new opportunities. Um, one thing is um, uh, uh, create a nonprofit. A lot of people are creating nonprofits. It's a really great way to get yourself out there to do something that you're passionate about and you love. Um, and it's also a way to still work within the rounds of what you do and to get grants. And um, and we'll talk about that in season two. I'm actually gonna have someone who does grants come on the show and tell you what you need to do to get grants, guys. Tell you what you need to do step-by-step. Step. Um, another thing you can do, guys, is if you have um, expertise in, in a certain area or you're knowledgeable in a certain area, and I'm sure you all are, at some point you're knowledgeable about something you can write a book ebook workbook guides children's book write a play um all of those all of all of those things are actionable things you can create an online class or instructional videos um podcasts podcasts yeah youtube channel yeah. um consult you can consult people help them um do what it is that you have already done um, you can create an album. That's what we did. You can create a musical album, a motivational album. Album. You can you can create a spoken word album. Can we? You know, mm -hmm. spoken word. Okay. Shout that. out. Shout out to our poets out there. Shout out to our poets. Okay. We forget about you, poets. We know. We know that that make a, a poetry album with some music in the background. Um, <laughs> You can also do an advice column. I've seen a lot of people do that in blogs. Mm -hmm. um, create, this is this is one that I thought was, it, it may have to wait until a little uh, next year, but a lot of people are also creating events, retreats, and workshops. 
So um, if there's something that you, you know, you want to share with a group, you know, you can start a Facebook group. A lot of people I know in the pandemic, they started Facebook like Millennium Moms, you know, Millennium Wives, Millennium Artists. I mean, I saw a lot of Millennium. People are doing retreats on Zoom, too. I've seen um, Zoom mm -hmm. retreats and Zoom um, like meditation retreats or whatever. And yeah. comes on to but, Zoom. But also like for those who are in like areas where you have like a lot of woods or maybe if you're even if you're in city areas where you have like a park or something it's it, it's really easy to do a retreat outside somewhere where you can have the distance you know yes. so i would really encourage you if you've been thinking about it think about it now you know um we're going to give some resources resources out there we actually have an ebook coming guys with some of these resources out there so we can help you guys create some of the opportunities season two will be um at the beginning of october We'll be coming back with season two and with um, with some some things that'll be able to help you guys out. But also, guys, I want to say this: yesterday was our one hold on, oh, yeah. year anniversary of us, creating, <laughs> of us creating our our own opportunity. One year, we started a publishing company. Uh, one year ago, yesterday was our anniversary. We, we created music, um, we are creating a curriculum, and we were able to figure out that what we were doing, we talked about this on our other shows, what we were doing was social emotional learning, and that's because, again, we were letting people know what we were doing while we were creating our own opportunity. We thought we were just doing some music for kids, but it's, it, it turns out that we are actually gonna be motivating and, um, you know, uh, motivating and helping helping kids, you know? so. I think um, I think that you'll you'll be surprised when you start putting while you're creating your opportunity. What put yourself out there, talk to people, create your Facebook page, invite all your friends. Because all of a sudden, y'all, every every other family member I had was like, "Oh yeah, you could talk to so and so teacher who knows this and do that." And then when you start talking to teachers, it's like, "Oh yeah, well we get this uh, from the school district. Oh, our principal just buys it." And we were just like, what? <laughs> like, do you get what I'm saying? So I'm just letting you guys know by creating your own opportunities, it opens the door for other opportunities. Um, and we found our way. We found our opportunity by creating our own opportunity within one, one year, guys. One year. So we want you to do that for yourself as well. Um, and I, I just, I can't, I can't say enough how much we just appreciate you guys again and all of your support and, you know, just coming back time and time again, asking your, us your questions. And, um, it's really been a really real treat for us as well on the show. So thank you guys. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. And we see you in the comments. We yes. see you in the comments guys. Thank you for congratulating us. Season two will be in October, guys. We have some real treats for you guys coming up in season two. And oh, we thank you, thank you, thank you. And we also want to thank uh, the other guests on our show uh, yes. for the, the clips that we couldn't show. We want to thank uh, Yamoria, uh, Yamoria, Carrie uh, Hinkson, Giovanna Mundy, Callie Turner, and um, Emmy-nominated actor Melvin Jackson Jr., and um, Broadway and Hollywood actress, Pamela Shaw. So thank you guys so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. You have no idea um, just how encouraging and motivating it is just to see you guys comment um, every Thursday night um, and just the, the, the love on social media. Um, you know, when you're, when you're doing something and you're operating within the realm that you know you want to be in and you're doing it with integrity and you're doing it within your moral compass like all of the fruit that that you bear it's just it just feels so awesome so that's how come i know that we're on the right path and we love you all for everything literally we don't take you for granted at all yeah so guys thank you this is the end of our Season one. Woo! Oh, 
We thank you, thank you, thank you guys again. And we will catch you guys again in one oh, month. A winner. Yes, and we will be picking a winner this evening. We will contact that winner via your Facebook, via your Facebook Messenger. We'll be contacting you and we will be announcing our three winners tomorrow. On even if we can't get you tonight, we will be announcing our three winners tomorrow on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. You ain't gonna miss us. <laughs> on you're not gonna miss it. We are definitely gonna make sure that we uh, we you announce put your money. <laughs> yeah, so that you can create your next opportunity, or you know, you know, sometimes mindset wise, you just need to do something nice for yourself. So you want to go to the nail shop. You wanna, you know, you wanna get you, you know, your next little whatever you've been trying to save up for. Then you know what? We're glad that we are able to contribute to that. Yeah. So thank you guys. Thank you guys. Thank you guys again, and we will see you in October. Bye, guys. Bye.